going. Um, let me see. A couple of things I want to mention as we get, get started this morning. And uh, the first is that uh, we have some uh, invitations downstairs. On the welcome table, there's a bunch of stuff on the welcome table uh, this week. There are invitations for Harmony Sunday. Harmony Sunday is next week. If you came this week expecting a fabulous lunch, well, you're on your own. Uh, but uh, next week, uh, so uh, and we will have a I think as Steve mentioned at the beginning, uh, there will be no Bible next Sunday after worship. Instead, we'll use that time in between to, to visit, to fellowship, and to get ready for lunch. Uh, so we'll have an earlier lunch, probably, I'm guessing, somewhere around 11.30, and, um, and uh, enjoy just spending time with each other. We do ask everyone uh, to bring some food. That will help us have a wonderful lunch. Um, and uh, well, the way be part of your country or cultural background, all the better. Um, if you decide you know, to get a pizza from Pizza Hut and bring it and call it Italian, then that's all right. for 300 years, uh, you can also bring and share that. So uh, it, it is a good, a good to, to share some time together, to share, uh, to realize that um, the things that we enjoy are oftentimes different from each other. I enjoy particular types of food that you may not and vice versa. And so we, we get to learn a little about each other as we do that. It's an opportunity, uh, the worship service and the meal, to celebrate uh, the diversity that God not only places in his kingdom, but intends for his kingdom. So uh, we're looking forward to a, uh, uh, an encouraging Sunday next week. The other thing that's downstairs, if I can, Bessie, if I can just grab your uh, prayer guide, is uh, the prayer guide for uh, I'm not sure if I'll one out next week that's, that's all of them. Uh, but uh, please pick that up. Starts on Wednesday. And... Uh, We'll be praying together for one another throughout the month of March. So uh, I hope that, that you will join us in that. And thank you to everybody who has written one of those devotionals. Uh, I didn't put names in them, but uh, you know who you are. And uh, uh, it makes my job a lot easier. And uh, it, there's always unique thoughts when we get more people um, participating in something like that. Okay, so we are and we're 
sermon series. And so that gives us an opportunity just to um, uh, dwell on each of those one another statements or instructions. Uh, so for the sermon series, uh, I picked out a few and I'll continue to, to do that uh, through until Easter. Today, uh, did anybody pick up one another one in our scripture reading? Encourage, okay, encourage one another. So it was in there. You've got to be, got to be paying attention. And I'm sure Brian... <laughs> so... And... Uh, In fact, our groupies are going to spend their time in the book of Hebrews uh, predominantly during the week, but um, we're going to be in 1 Thessalonians today, and I want to actually begin, well, in you have to be able to find that on a map to, to understand the letter thankfully. Um, and in this particular And so this was um, a conversation that they were concerned about. To an encouragement. In verse Thank you. 
And that when he does, if we are with him now. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And so what And turn it into a point of agreement. What, what do we forever. And, and maybe some get a head start. <laughs> maybe they don't. The point is, be with Christ forever. And he says, encourage each other with these words. About that. And I want could be resolved by taking a controversy, finding what we agree on, and then encouraging each other with those words. And I think perhaps that has some overlap with what we talked about last week. Encourage one another. So, Paul an argument. Right? He wasn't a judge, you know, this side wins, this side loses. That wasn't what he was doing. What he's saying is, look, here's the teaching, but I want you to care for each other. Right? You see, because he could up there that encourage one another, then you would have had strutting around church that next Sunday. Yes! <laughs> I knew Encourage one another. Think about what encouraging each other. Take care of each other. Talk to each other. Point each other to Jesus. Remind each other whom is empty and that Jesus will return. Involve around you and point them to God. Now, this instruction in chapter 4 and verse 18 has this very specific focus, doesn't it? 
remind each other, encourage each other. Not just any words, with these words. Um, and, and so very... of chapter 5 we're told there and we are the disheartened help the weak be patient with everyone okay. we urge you brothers and sisters warn those who are idle and disruptive encourage the disheartened Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. So let's do First, I want you to notice it's written to the church as a whole. Not to the leaders, not to the preacher, not to the you know, elders, deacons, wings leaders, whatever it is. But to the church. And so... That means you should tell the elders about it, right? When someone's causing trouble. That means you should go find the minister, have him preach a sermon. It says, warn those who are idle and disruptive. I think we, we all... If we see... If we see Now, it takes wisdom in how we handle this sort of circumstance, but if somebody... The best person to talk to them may not be somebody who has a leadership maybe somebody who knows them better. It may be somebody who it may be somebody uh, because they, they're just closer to them. But it takes courage, doesn't it, to warn those who are idle and disruptive. Um, to, to speak up. It takes courage to point out someone's shortcomings. Um, well, not for everybody, right? <laughs> right? I bet Regard. But generally, if someone and say, hey, I don't know if you realize this, but what you're doing is you know, not constructive, it's not helpful. Um, it, it's harmful to someone else, and it's, maybe it's harmful to you. And, uh, and you can uh, adjust that. And, and so despite is something that needs to be done. So the word encourage literally means to give courage. Right? To give courage. Um, and, and so courage isn't just 
individual trait that appears out of thin air. If you wake up one morning and you're, you have courage, okay? Something about you. And you're ready to, to take on whatever life is in you. Because a dreadful, disruptive person. The very next word in the verse is encourage. Right? Give courage to one another. And, and so I, I think Paul can require He says, encourage one another. But he says, if you have your Bible, you are to give courage to. In particular, you are to in encourage those who are disheartened. Another word we use a lot, perhaps the word timid uh, might be another. It could be one. Inadequate. They're the people the church is to encourage. And perhaps some of those words describe you this morning. Perhaps they describe somebody near to you. And God these people who are struggling. Pick them up. Walk with them. Don't leave them on their own. And, and the next instruction is, is really okay. encourage the disheartened, help the weak. And, and again, help these people. You see, that's really the sense of accusation that it usually often goes with that. Instead, Paul says, encourage the discouraged or the disheartened. Help the weak. Be compassionate to these people rather than making accusations. And so we can't ignore work in the church. It's easy to see these words in the text. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Because it sounds easy, doesn't it? Yeah, I can do that. I shake hands with everybody in the foyer on Sunday morning. Um, but when you've tried to And they won't answer their phone, or they don't answer their phone. Then isn't it easier just to say to them, "Learn, 
And, and so this passage that It takes strength and courage to make this commitment to encourage one another. To help those who are weak and fearful. For this reason, the last instruction in this verse, I think, is the most important. Be patient with everyone. Be patient with everyone. I think that alone gets me another 15 minutes in this sermon. (laughs) It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, we, we want to move on. And we're to encourage them. We're to help them. We're to be patient with them. And so be patient. And I think one if we if we quickly give up on those who don't meet our expectations, what we'll actually do is spend a lot of our journey walking alone. Because the journey of, of faith. times they'll slow down for us. And so we need to be careful not to leave others behind. You see, fear And so, it's being there. When we talk about encouraging, we're talking about being there for the journey, aren't we? Depression. Our favorite CD that really inspires us. The ministry of encouragement is a long-term ministry. The Apostle Paul, for many years, and, and as he traveled, to do. So, so it's like. Second Timothy chapter one. So I'm going to start reading in verse six. You can read along or listen. For this reason, I remind the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the Spirit of God So do not 
but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in but it is now through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has the gospel. And also, Yet there is no cause for shame, because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted him until that day. And, and so... It's one of courage. It's one of love. Maybe Timothy was struggling with the fact that Paul found himself in prison. And, uh, and, and so he's like, Paul, Timothy is thinking, I, I don't know. The courage, the strength to keep doing this, I may end up in prison. And, and Paul says, don't be ashamed of this. The reason I'm here is for doing the right thing, for my role as an evangelist of the gospel. And uh, continues down through there, just reminding him of what God has done for him. I, I, I don't suggest that you go, oh, I'm going to go and read these verses to them. But how would you talk about these topics in your own words? How would you describe the grace of God that you know, applies to all of us? How might that encourage someone? How might you describe the, the spirit of God, the, the presence, his presence in our life and how that can make a difference in our lives? How might you describe these things, these points that are highlighted through this passage here in, in 2 Timothy? Because... That's what Paul's doing. He's encouraging Timothy in the same way that he's just told the church in Thessalonica to encourage one another, in the same way that he's told us to encourage one another. Don't be timid. Don't be ashamed. Remember the gospel. Remember the power of God. Do you remember how Paul closed in uh, 1 Thessalonians? Encourage one another with these words, pointing back to the. Spend eternity with him. Encourage one another with the big picture. Don't get caught up in the, the minutia, the details. What's really. Encourage one another? We find chapter 5 and verse 11. And in chapter 5, just as in fact you are doing. Does that seem strange to you that you say, and come? 
and one another. And, and he says, you're always doing it. And, and so this is a reminder. It's not a checklist to beat ourselves up with to say, oh, I'm not doing this enough. These are things that we grow into, that, that we, we start out with encouraging someone we feel comfortable with, and maybe over time. ago, right? have had that conversation with somebody I didn't know. Um, but we, we grow over time. Maybe, maybe we, we learn as we come to a close. When we talk about encouragement in a, in a church setting, it, it's good to encourage people about all sorts of things, isn't it? it it's good to, to tell someone, you cookies. <laughs> or, or maybe you're you grow, you sing beautifully, your car is always so clean and shiny, right? They are all. I'm not. <laughs> so uh, they. But they're sort of on decency. That you don't need Jesus in your life to give someone a compliment. A compliment that's important and meaningful even. But Paul, in general, he's talking about being committed to getting each other across the finish line of life and into eternity with God. He, he says, encourage
disheartened and when we're weak. Don't be disruptive. Be patient with everyone. So who are you committed to making sure that you spend eternity with them? I'd love to say that each person, and, and each person watching online, that kind of life with God. Okay? And you, that sounds good, doesn't it? Now, how are we going to do that? How are we going to encourage one another? And be together. Because just sitting here and saying we're committed doesn't accomplish it. It can be encouraging to see somebody. We see people here haven't seen you for a long time. It's so encouraging. I'm glad you're doing well. But that's not the same as the encouragement of coming alongside somebody and walking with them on their journey towards that finish line. And I want to say then at this very moment, I encourage you to seriously consider it. I believe that Jesus will one day return, just as Paul described. And his followers, dead and alive, will join him in eternity. And I'd love for each person here and worshiping online to be there with me when he comes. Encourage one another. I want to share with you as, we, as I finish, really I finished the sermon there, but I want to share with you uh, some encouragement. And uh, we have a lot of people that come through Lawson Road over, uh, over the weeks and months of a year. We used to, I used to keep track of it sometimes. We'd have like you know, 500 different people over the course of a year come through Lawson Road. And you go, but our attendance was you know, hardly ever more than one. But 50 weeks is a long time. And so you can get a lot, of, a lot of different folks through. Some are just traveling and whatever it might be. Um, but some of them stay. <laughs> and they say, hey, we And we want to encourage and be encouraged. Uh, we want to work with all that you have going on here. And, uh, and so this time, uh, uh, Shar, I'll just ask you to come up and join me, if you would, just for a moment. Um, and so, uh, Shah, short, short for Charlotte, uh, Cobb, uh, has uh, met with the other. He would like to place, uh, join the church here, place membership here at, uh, at Lawson Road. And uh, there's actually also her husband and her sister. Um, I don't know if they were scared of coming up the front this morning, or, but we'll get them next week and, uh, and introduce them also. But uh, many of you have got to know Shah over the last uh, several months, and uh, if you haven't, then uh, please take, take the time uh, to do that. And we're so glad to have you as part of our family at Lawson Road. I think that's... Uh, I felt like there was something else that I needed to share with you, but uh, I needed to encourage you with. But uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that, and uh, I think we have a song, and then we come around the Lord's table in just a moment. Yeah. <clears throat>